You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, and any other gender you want to pretend to be. I am right. Apparently there's a d- gazillion of them. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio with a special guest for a short time, Victor Armendariz. This time for reals. It's going to be a short time. But, okay. uh, you know, we don't follow science anymore, Roger, so there's a gazillion uh, uh, genders. genders out there now, whatever yeah. you want to be. And it's funny because now all these states are pushing for all these mandates and everything, and I'm thinking... We're not concerned about mandates. We don't date men. That's right. As far as I'm concerned, you're right, Roger. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Why should we be concerned about mandates? Because we don't go out. Now, that seems like it may be misogynistic. Does that mean women have to follow mandates if they're not gay? If they're not. Not that there's anything wrong with that either. Right. Right. But if they're not LGBTQTRSUV or Y, then is it misogynist that they have to follow mandates? I know. I mean, you know, because... Not all men so, have to. Uh, wow! Right, because we don't date men, so we're not following mandates. That's right. We're not. We're not mandating. I ain't gonna be on no mandate. <laughs> That's right. No need to. <laughs> so, Roger, I have something maybe you want to get into a little. I know. I, I we pro- Well, you probably should get into some prepping. We're gonna discussion. do that. Yeah. But uh, legendary day brought up a good point at the end of my show today about uh, DeSantis calling out the National Guard. What was he? What did he call him up for? Well, I'm know? gonna let. I'll let David pipe in here but but i believe that desantis is basically going to say you federal bozos want to come down here and try to force a shot in somebody's arm we're going to arrest you <laughs> so kudos to him but david you know more about this than i do you're letting me speak Thank oh you. we're God. asking you well, to speak we're, we're encouraging you, to, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. trying to persuade you we're asking in the, yes, no, you, you hit it right <laughs> on the head as a matter of fact that uh DeSantis and their other governors that are going to be pulling the same thing or doing the same thing, that uh, they are against the mandates, and if any federal agent comes down and tries to enforce it on a business, they will be arrested. Wow, now, that's well, awesome. Yeah. Now, the, the kicker is people have to understand the Army Reserve and the National Guard. As soon as they are called up by a governor, they can be federalized, and as soon as they're federalized, then they're no longer under the governor's... Mm -hmm. uh, So they can change their... Colors, right? Quick. You're right. Yeah. If, right. if if Biden decides to step in and try and make but that Biden happen, would have to have the gun. And this, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. this happened over and over. You all are too young to remember, but I remember it well. Uh, in the in the uh, late fifties and early sixties, you know, Mississippi uh, would call out the National Guard to put down a riot or whatever at the uh, University of Mississippi or wherever it happened to be. And as soon as he called out the National Guard the president would federalize them. Mm. And so and then he took no, control of them, yeah. yeah. Then they were no longer under the power of the governor. Mm. So that's kind of weird, but I want that, you know, that's the kind of thing that's going to be pushed. That 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 control issue is going to be pushed in the future cuz somebody's going to look at it and go, "Okay, the soldiers are going to go, we're supposed to enforce the constitution. We swore an oath to uphold the constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now, whether they're under federal control or state control, if they're asked to do something unconstitutional, will they stand up and say, no, that's illegal. We're not allowed to do that. I can't answer well, that. I know. Yeah, only the, can. only the people right. in charge only of the, the guard can yeah, say, well, well, you know, you're asking me yeah. to enforce an illegal action. 
I swore an oath not to do that. How is that going to, you know, eventually okay, someone's going to have to make a decision. The kicker is that, again, a lot of people don't understand that uh, as soon as, you know, the National Guard is run by the adjutant general of the state, and as soon as, and he he is under the, uh, under the direction of the governor of the state, mm-hmm. but as soon as he's called out, then he become or he can become a, at the at the pleasure of the president they can be <laughs> they can be federalized and he becomes a federal officer as opposed to a state officer and that's i understand that but all these law enforcement officers all these military personnel they're going to have to at some point they're going to have to make a decision whether they're just going to follow orders or whether they're going to uphold the oath that they took well i think the i think you have a clear distinction between the national guard and your local roswell police and uh, that's a whole different bag of worms and yes and and as victor pointed out you have a whole different bag of worms with the sheriff's departments, mm-hmm. which are over right. the county police. Right. And, and those guys are elected officials, too, they are. the right. sheriffs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it. Uh, I, I'm not sure, in my mind, what DeSantis is thinking calling out the National Guard. Well, now, or, when was the last time they were na- the National Guard was nationalized in this country? Do we know that? Yeah, in, 50, in the 50s. Oh, so it's been... 70 years since the federal government has tried to nationalize the National Guard that was called out by a state governor. Right. Wow. Which is why, yeah. But but keep in mind, only a state governor, it's not called the the federal National Guard, it's called the the Alabama or Georgia National Mm -hmm. Guard or whatever. State name National Guard. Yeah, so it's, uh, and that's and it can almost be as quick as a governor calls out the National Guard, his state National Guard. They can be federalized almost as quickly. Right. But I wonder if the federal government would do that in this atmosphere, try and well, make a move that hasn't been made in over 70 years. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'd have to see if Biden's got the balls. But look, they're right now they're, they're trampling over the Constitution. What's going to stop them? But I think DeSantis is a smart guy, and, and well, we know he is. And I think he's calling, trying to call Biden out. And he would call Biden's bluff. But DeSantis has standing. If, if you look at um, what you're going to start hearing about is Jacobson versus Massachusetts in 1905 court case, the Supreme Court case, where the Supreme Court deemed that the federal government does not have police powers over the independent state. The governors of those states do. Right. And, and the mil- uh, using the military against civilians mm-hmm. in this country is highly illegal. Right. So I, I it, it it will be interesting to see where this goes, but uh, I'm just glad we have some somebody like DeSantis and Abbott who are putting up a hell of a fight. But I wonder if that's going to inspire other governors to do the same thing, get oh, in there should. and start going, you know what, we need to call our National Guard because mm-hmm. we don't want to be have mandates for vaccines. It should. It should. And this is going to get to the Supreme Court. So, I, you know, a lot of this, I think, is show and, and – yeah, I mean, because I wonder how many businesses are actually pushing this or how many businesses are actually forcing people to show vaccine cards to come in. Well, and is that within their right as a private business? And as a private business, they can – they yes, they can. But are they it violating not, HIPAA restrictions? It is not the right of the – federal government to come into a state and force a business no but a private business they're going to be able to do whatever they decide to do and let's hope they 
But again, right asking for med- personal medical information would be a violation yeah, of HIPAA. I, I agree. I agree. I just don't. I don't know how that's going to play out. And you could say, "No, you're violating my HIPAA rights. I, I cannot give you any that, of my personal medical information." And that may come down between the employee and the employer, and how good of a negotiation is the employee? I, or if I they can know. just, you know, if there's a lawyer who can um, or, look at this and go. Yeah. Well, you know, you're you're working there, and they can fire you at will, I guess, but firing you for that particular reason, maybe, you know, we need Mark the Shark yeah, to chime in on this. Yeah, we're going to have to have Mark the Shark chime in on this, because I, I would hope that there'd be lawyers that could take up the HIPAA, but I just don't know. I, 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 I've, I've heard on both sides. Because you have options. You don't have to go to that place to eat if you don't want to. Exactly. You're not forcing. Right. Now, if it was something like yeah. going to school... Or something like that, where they had to force kids to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of states still force kids to get certain vaccinations before they allow them in public schools. Right. right. So that's not something that's new. Yeah. So that's not new. And, and again, the, the 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 executive branch, the president, if you're talking about a federal employee or anything, they can do it. They can do right. It. Well, it's like the military. The military. They have. If they say you're going to get the shot, you're going to by golly. No matter get what shot. shot it is, you're going to get Look, it. Look, yeah. our military servicemen have to get in, in the anthrax shot. Which isn't even approved for for the public, but when the military says you take it, if your platoon has to take it, they got to take it. Yeah, if you're in the military you're and you're not, going to a certain areas, yeah, they make you take it. Yes, you're not uh, afforded all the the civilian, civilian rights. Civilian rights when you're in the military, you, you right. forego that. So, look, I understand completely the military. I don't, I don't agree with enforcing vaccine this vaccination, um, and I wish they would follow the science. Because if you're, yeah, I know. If you're, oh if, if the data is showing if you've had the coronavirus, you have better antibodies than the vaccine could ever give you. Oh, yeah. You. And that's always the and case. So Natural if, immunity works right, better than any forced exactly. immunity. It yeah. did until Trump got elected. And they politicize this, then all of a sudden natural immunity doesn't exist. But we do know it does exist. And the data is even showing it. There's a study in Israel right now that is showing that natural immunity is way far and above oh, better yeah, than the vaccine. Oh, yeah, a thousand vaccine. times better than the vaccine. In and, fact, they said so over would, 50% of their new cases are coming up with people who have been vaccinated. Right, right. They're not having a hard time with it, but they are catching it. So it's not so giving you immunity to this, the... Right. This isn't a, a smallpox vaccine. This isn't a vaccine that's actually preventing you from catching something right exactly uh it's just preventing you from dying from it and, maybe and, uh, we don't even know because half the cases right. that were coming up most of the but, cases 99.9 percent of the cases were not life-threatening anyway right the, the the survival rate is huge but the data we've seen is if you're vaccinated you're not really dying i mean that's just the data coming out but 90 99 percent of the deaths that have been happening have been non-unvaccinated but oh, okay. they're also elderly People with comorbidities and people who are overweight, right, so and it, pre-existing conditions. Yeah, so we know who this virus is 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 really. You know, a it's funny. I looked at uh, statistics today, and for the last like seven years, they showed flu statistics, death by flu, mm-hmm. and it was like nine million or nine million cases of flu for like the last six years. Mm. This past year, eighteen hundred. <laughs> wow. And you're going, okay, where did the other eight and a half million cases of flu go? Right. So either everything's being dubbed Corona uh, or COVID. Or, and or influenza Wuhan, is no longer an issue. Or influenza is no longer an issue, which yeah. if we believe that, then we're really going to be in trouble going down the road. Yeah, that's just ridiculous well, to even mean, think that's a possibility. Absolutely ridiculous. They're, they're making our health a political issue, which they yeah. shouldn't be allowed to do. All right, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back after a few minutes. You're listing the strip in a 57 Chevy 
or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Right before we left for the break, we were talking about, I guess, law enforcement or military officials, and they're going to have to come to a decision at some point whether they're going to follow orders or whether they're going to follow the oath they took to enforce the Constitution or stand up for the Constitution. And I know everyone thinks, oh, no, they're just going to, you know, they follow orders. That's what they do. Well, that defense didn't work. In World War II, when all the German officers came through and said, I was just following orders. So you tortured and destroyed people's lives because you were following orders. At some point, you have to be a human and say, you know what, this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. No one should be doing this. It's not right. And you have to stand up for it. Now, granted, in World War II, they didn't have a constitution to protect people's rights. Here, it is clearly spelled out what your rights are or what the government cannot infringe upon, what they cannot force you to do, what they cannot take away from you. So all these law enforcement guys out there, all these military guys who are being put into the positions of being in National Guards or being asked to enforce illegal activities, you're going to have to make a decision at some point. And it's going to be hard if your whole... Your whole group is following along with this, and you know this is illegal, and you know it's wrong. How are you going to stand up and still be able to, you know, to hold your position? It's going to come down to, to the the higher ups are going to have to make this decision. They're going to have to look at things. And say, okay, I got an order from the president's office to do this, but the Constitution says I cannot do this. It's in violation of the Constitution. Do I follow an illegal order? So you guys in the in the upper echelon of military and law enforcement, you're going to have to decide. Yeah, the high end, they're going to have to decide. They're going to have to make that decision and decide whether or not they're going to enforce illegal orders. Let's hope they decide right. But I think it's refreshing that we see somebody like DeSantis, and I'm sure Abbott's going to do the same thing. Let's hope that many other governors do it. That they're willing to to face the federal government and say, no, no, I'm a free state. And, and yeah, we don't have the, to follow the orders, yeah, especially the when they're illegal. Yeah, and per the, look, there are 
any first-year law student can tell you there are 18 enumerated powers in the Constitution, and then what's not in that 18 is a power of the state. Reserved to the states. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, so these so states, they, they may be facing uphill battles from here. I mean, it may be court well, case are, after court case, yeah. or, you know, everyone thinks, well, oh, it's never going to happen, but this could be the start yeah. of well, a physical conflict between federal and state law enforcement officers it's it's sad and let's hope it doesn't come to that but but the reality is we've got to understand that we i don't think we're any longer a center to right country which we've been for years i mean we've got too many progressive bozos out there and and the idea of uh, i don't need to work just let the government pay me and you owe me this you owe me that i'm entitled entitled i mean you know where does it stop right i mean fraud or not there half this country voted for biden that should scare the you know what out of everybody. Bull squeeze. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it really should. So, and but the fact um, is he's ignoring the they're const- ignoring, they're law. ignoring they're, the law. Yeah, they're ignoring law. They're ignoring. I mean, at what point are people? I mean, you, you all hear. You know, you think all these people who want to stand up against this are all just fringe edge redneck backwoods right, crazy that. people. Regular who, people like us are being classified as being the the. The crazy right wing, right wing crazy yeah. idiots, yeah. When when that's you know. but you're looking at the Constitution, going, this is illegal. Why are they enforcing law that, or why are they you know, violating laws? History may show that the greatest thing that Donald Trump did, or or the the maybe he was just lucky, maybe we the people were lucky. But the fact that he was able to put three justices on the Supreme Court. Right, to help. May be the single most thing that saves Most this effective thing he did during his yeah, whole. It may be the thing that saves this country. Whole administration. For the next few years. But because you know, you haven't heard much about them packing the courts anymore. They haven't oh, really pursued it. It's still them. there. It's still floating they're around. Just, um, they I, haven't, because of Joe Manchin, uh, grew up. Well, because Joe Manchin is in danger of losing his Senate seat, he's actually pushing back on that. Right, and you wonder if they're actually looking at it going, okay, the popular opinion is that, no, we've had it since, what, 1910 or something, had nine justices on the court, mm-hmm. and maybe we should leave it alone. It's been over 100 yeah. years. It's been working fine, and obviously packing the courts is just a, a blatant attempt well, to violate it's a blatant, r- the rule of law. Yeah, yeah, it's an attempt to get to one-party rules, and it would lead to just nowhere because – if the Democrat, if the Republicans got control back, they would pack it. And then yeah, the they'd pack it more. Before you know, you'd have four hundred judges on the. You're going to have just as many court. judges as we do representatives. <laughs> so what a mess! That imagine trying to get four hundred judges to agree on anything. Oh my goodness, can you imagine? I mean, no, nine is hard what, enough. I'll tell you what would happen. <clears throat> this is what the Democrats want. They would love it to get to twenty, thirty, fifty judges, because then they get to pick and choose who sits for certain cases. So then you're right because they probably would limit it to panel of Democrat judges, activists. And bye-bye Second Amendment. Right. Oh, Second Amendment, First Amendment. They would limit everything tremendously. It'd be nuts. Yep. But it's just... It's insane. But yet, you haven't heard much about it. I wonder if they're kind of pulled back on it a little bit because the unpopularity of it has just grown. Like I said, only because of Joe Manchin. Look, the Democrats don't care. Now, who is Joe Manchin? I don't know him. He's a senator in West Virginia who happens to be a Democrat. Oh, but West Virginia is very uh, conservative, and they've been they've been moving more Republican or conservative. Oh wow, good, and good so for them. They're, oh, they're, they're the ones who they pulled back sales tax on guns in West Virginia. Right, you buy a gun in West Virginia, so, you don't pay any don't sales pay, tax yeah. on it. So these these <laughs> these people, you know, they put Joe Manchin because Joe Manchin ran around acting like a conservative, and they reelected him. Well, now they're telling him, yeah, we'll throw you out. 
So Joe Manchin is going to do whatever he needs to do to save his butt. Right. The guy's a Democrat, and he votes Democrat. And the only time he'll stand up against his party is when he's about to lose his seat, and uh, that's the road. Well, the people of West Virginia need to realize this, and they need to stand up and go, you know what? You keep playing this on both sides of the fence. This is not going to play well. We need to eliminate you and get somebody who truly is a conservative. The good citizens of West Virginia should throw him out anyway. On his ear. But at least right now they're able to to hold his feet, and uh, he is. I mean, right now Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema is another one. She's a senator in Arizona. And the people there are holding her feet. These two are pretty much the really the only ones that are so holding far back, putting a damper on the spending that's that uh, Biden's trying to get, and they're putting a damper on this. Um, and you course. wonder how they actually feel about this stuff. If there was no pressure from their constituency, <laughs> they would, would they vote? They would vote Democrat. Look at their record. Every time, yeah. And then you get guys like in Georgia, Vernon Jones, who was a lifelong Democrat, who's now switched sides, gone to the Republican side. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I've met him and I spoke to him about several issues. He asked, you know, we started talking about what issues are you concerned with? So I told him and he told me where he stood on most of them. And I'm like, you know, you stand similar to what I think on most of He goes, yeah, there's not that much difference. You know, between right. some of the parties, if you look at issue to issue to issue. And he finally realized his party was moving so far to the left, he couldn't agree with them anymore. Yeah, And he had to pull back and say, no, this this isn't what I signed up for. This is not what I believe in. Yeah, I mean, we, we need to – and then there's a perfect example, Roger, when you talk about Vernon Jones. You know, Vernon Jones, we're going to have to hold his feet to the fire. Did he switch because he wanted to save his political rear end? Or, or was he, he really, truly, truly a believer? So we've got to see, because if you look at his votes, he voted as a Democrat. Yeah. Um, and then you had, like, Zell Miller a long time ago. He didn't stand up and, and vote against saying this is wrong back when he was a Democrat elected. So yeah, we've got to be careful. We've got to be careful. Zell Miller is a great example of a guy who did get fed up. Yeah, I mean, he was that. voting he the didn't, same. He didn't switch parties, but he came out fiercely against. He spoke at party. one of the Republican conventions, sure if I'm did. not mistaken. He, he look, <laughs> if you don't remember, go look it up. It was the the uh, George Bush when he was running for, and he was, I think, the first election. Go look at that convention, because Zell Miller did the spitball speech. And that is one of the best. Be- I love Zell Miller. Yes, and he was a lifelong Democrat. Lifelong Democrat. Never switched. No, no. He, he, he said, he goes, some w. things are just comfortable. You can't want to change. And he was a lifelong politician as well. Yeah. And he just felt like his party but was he, leaving him behind. But he was a Marine. Yeah, so he, he had... always a Marine. Still a Marine, as far as I know. Absolutely, still a Marine. <laughs> no such thing as an ex, he, just former. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's probably guarding the gates of heaven right now. And, oh, okay. Uh, and he, but he... Uh, yeah, he was a Marine, and he knew. He knew well, well, this is a wrong road. And he goes, I don't have to switch parties, but I can tell you I'm going to vote this way. Well, that's funny that, that you mentioned that because so many people in politics feel like they have to follow party lines. Right, which is ridiculous. All they have to do is represent the people who put them there, regardless of their party, and say, look, this is the right thing, regardless of party. I'm not voting party line. I'm voting for the best interests of my constituency and what they deserve. Right. They deserve to have certain rights maintained. They deserve to have certain rights not taken away and protected. And that's what these guys need to vote for. They need to not be concerned about party lines. Right. You know, but it's become so divided. Every issue seems to be divided among party lines instead of among people lines. Yeah. You know? Well, again, we should stand as Americans and be represented as Americans, not as D's and R's. Well, politicians have realized if they can divide us up into groups against Mm -hmm. each other, 
we won't be scrutinizing them yeah. as closely because oh, that's what used to happen. Yeah. All the people distrusted politicians and, and held their feet yeah. to the fire and held absolutely. them accountable regardless of party. Right. But now they've convinced us we need to fight amongst ourselves so we don't yep. pay attention to what they're doing. Clearly. If you get the American people to fight each other, then they're not paying attention to the swamp that is Washington. What is it? Uh, who was the guy who said, was it Lincoln? A house divided among itself cannot stand. Cannot stand. So obviously the politicians realize if they oh, divide us by they, race, gender, political the, means, the whatever issue they out. can do. Yeah. Look what they did. They started in 2000 with George Bush. He stole the election. They stole the election. And they've been screaming that ever since. Every time they lose. Every time they lose. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And now they want to make fun of everybody else that questions an election. I know. Only a Democrat can question the election. Right. There's no reason to think that the guy who gets 100,000 people to every one of his rallies wouldn't win against the guy who couldn't get 100 people to a rally. Who hid in his basement all summer long during the campaign season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. A guy who's getting thousands of people to come out on his behalf and wave a flag. I know, just to stand and there and hear him speak and, and believe yeah. in what he says. And his opponent could have bathed himself in dog squeeze and wouldn't have got the first fly to come listen That's to him, right. So. Yeah, they say you fly, attract more flies with honey than with vinegar, but you fly more with, with horse crap. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something to be said for that. With all the oh, bullshoy that's coming out of that uh, administration right oh. now, they ought to be covered in flies. Yeah, I saw a cool hat the other day. It said, clean up on aisle 46. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Obviously referring to <laughs> President 46. Right. Where's uh, Maxine Waters? Shouldn't she be running around? Impeach 46. Impeach 46. You get I mean, you she, get in their faces. You she, yell at yeah, them. You, you scream. get in their faces. Let's you, call for some insurrection. And now yeah. all of a sudden that talk's gone, right? It's okay when she does it. You actually had a sitting uh, senator out there calling for people to gather into a crowd and to attack fellow Americans. Right. To get in fellow Americans' face. Right. To call, she was basically Man. calling for insurrection. She was calling for insurrection. She sure was. And yet, no penalty was ever forced on her for that. I mean, that no. sh- that should be no. illegal. That's, they didn't do anything. They should have that's not just her. hate they speech. That's uh, gotten, that's inciting a riot. Yeah, that's she inciting a riot. Thrown out immediately. And uh, but you know, these politicians still there. And uh, yeah, she ran around for four years and beats forty-five. Yeah, well, well saw, he we got impeached twice, and it didn't take. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure, that's crazy. Crazy. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, we're not the only ones who have problems. Like I say, up in Canada, Trudeau has pledged a billion dollars for his gun confiscation plan. <laughs> So he's there. He's going after Canadian guns now. He's, he's probably just, getting a billion from Biden to, to do, do this. this. I know. Yeah. This. I mean, it's just. It's crazy that he thinks disarming people is the way to. I don't know to maintain power to be able to do whatever he wants. Well, it is. You do disarm people, you will maintain power. Yeah. I history mean, every dictator that. in history has always done that. You disarm the people and you take away their ability to fight you. Yeah. Which is why I'm so concerned about all these law enforcement and military people. Not, they're going to have to decide. All right, we're going to come back right after this. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at 
give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We're back. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Now, before we left for the break, we were talking about military and law enforcement enforcing illegal laws. And you got to realize, if this does come to a head, if this gets pushed to the point where there's actually physical interaction between National Guardsmen and American citizens, it's going to wreck all kinds of havoc on most every part of your daily life. I think Mark's calling in. But uh, Mark's going to call in, I believe. I think Mark the Shark may be calling in. So we'll have to see. Because that'll give us a legal look at how this is going to proceed from here. Because, I mean, I don't understand how you could enforce illegal laws and just say, oh, it was following orders. Because that, that didn't work. It didn't work in World War II. It shouldn't work now. But we're going to have to see how that how that goes. I just don't understand how these people can do that. But if this does come to a physical pushback and people fight back saying this is illegal you can't force me to do this you can't force anybody to do this it's going to come to a head and things are going to happen that probably shouldn't happen in this country but you know what everybody says oh it'll never happen here and that's usually the first thing that's said in any country in world war ii the people who were persecuted put into concentration camps they said oh that will never happen here that's beyond comprehension we're not that uncivilized that'll never happen but it happened anyway and the crazy thing is you look at the percentages of people who were full-on nazi supporters and it was around seven percent of the population and they were able to control the other 93 percent through fear intimidation and threatening behavior if you didn't agree with the party, they would come burn your house down, take you out of your house in the middle of the night. They were threatening to change your life if you didn't agree or at least stand by and let them do what they wanted to do. And I don't know if that's something that will happen here, but it's happened in almost every other country where dictators taken over. And if the government here tries to decide that the Constitution is no longer valid and they just want to do whatever they want to do, push whatever laws or mandates they think they can get away with and claim it's in the name of a quote-unquote emergency, then they're always going to create a crisis or an emergency in order to keep power that they don't deserve. Right now, it's emergency powers that they're trying to say because of the, the, um, the COVID, because of the coronavirus, there's an emergency powers necessary. And they have to have this in order to control the population, to keep people separated, to keep it from running rampant and killing off tons of our population. But it's odd how a virus that only has a 0.05% chance of killing anybody. Now, granted, there are some serious cases, but I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying it's not a problem. But to give your rights away because of a potential pandemic or potential uh <clears throat> Virus is ridiculous. Okay, I think we have Mark on the line now. Mark the shark. You do. All right. Now, this is something, I don't know if you have much um, experience with this, but at what point 
if law enforcement decided not to enforce federal law, could they be prosecuted by federal agents? Well, <clears throat> see, you bring up a very interesting point. You know, our, our, when the federal comes against the states, the rights within the Constitution that are not designated as federal rights revert to the states. Uh, yeah, reserved for the states, right. That's the way it was set up. It's, it's the brilliance <laughs> of the way it was set up. Because they knew what the evils of centralized power was. That's why we broke away. That's right. That's why we don't have a king and a queen. You know, well, we do. We just don't know it yet. Yeah, they may be uh, waiting in the wings. So what the, what the point would be is you, you're going to find, you know, our federal offices going to, I don't know if the federal offices will enforce the laws in states where they could be prosecuted. And that's going to be very interesting. I know Missouri. Because is it actually a dereliction of duty? Missouri was one state that actually came out and said, if federal officers come to enforce gun laws that they don't feel are constitutional or they feel are unconstitutional, they would be subject to arrest. And that's why I think you're going to have, the, if the federal law offices go in, and who are they going to send in? Well, they're defunding everybody, so who are they going to send in? The counselors? Yeah. <laughs> they're unarmed. What are they going to do? Yeah, Sign exactly. On their briefs? Yeah, but I mean, if it came down to it, I mean, I almost, I don't want to see it, but I almost would like to see it just to push the point and get it into a courtroom to see if the state law enforcement officers refuse help or refuse to allow federal officers to enforce laws that they think are unconstitutional, how that would well, pan out. First of all, Biden was talking about removing governors, which is something in the Constitution Ooh. where it, it's probably on the back of it, the same place where it says, do not enforce during pandemics. Right. It's the it's the, the it's disclaimer the on the back of the, of the Constitution, Constitution. Which nobody's ever read. Yeah, except exactly. Except Joe Biden and Kamala M.I.A. Harris. Right. Understand. Is yeah. vice president, by the way? I think so. I don't know. You mean Guatemala Harris? <laughs> Guatemala. <laughs> Listen. When she goes to southern Maryland, she thinks she's in the southern border. That's right. She thinks she's at the southern border. And well, actually just a southern you know, border's I, restaurant. I was, I was looking at some of the Supreme Court cases on, you were talking about the forcing of vaccines. Right. That's and something that is on everybody's mind right now. You're going to kind of run into this federalism versus statehood. And that's something where a Supreme Court doesn't rule on very often because normally it's pretty clear on what it is federal law is reserved for the feds only in specific instances under the constitution well we've had issues before like say you got the marijuana laws you got illegal aliens not being deported or not being you know dealt with and marijuana being sold in states well, even though it's federal crime example okay look at the southern border right States are not in charge of immigration. The feds are. So they're just piling illegal aliens into red states in the hopes that they'll turn them purple or blue. Yeah. And in, in some instances, it is working. Right. And the thing is, are they're not allowed to get driver's licenses or voter ID cards, but yet well, these blue states... like in New York, they can get them. I know, I think in California also. Right. Now, doesn't that, that violate... to voting rights. Doesn't that violate federal law? Absolutely. Okay, so they're violating so federal law, but they don't Biden care. Filed federal law. So at some point, 
the states might push back and say, no, we're not honoring anybody who can't prove their citizenship somehow. Yeah, I mean, I believe, and I, and I watched the inauguration on January 20th, I believe it was, when yes. Joe Biden swore to uphold the Constitution of the United States, <laughs> defend it, yep. and I'm pretty sure he forgot. Well, he, he forgot it as soon as he read it. <laughs> it wasn't on the teleprompter, so that's that's done and finished. Right, but I just wonder if this comes, to, I mean, if state and federal agents come to a, I guess, a clash, are, are how are the, do you think the courts would actually be able to hash this out, or would just By would the they even take the on the case? Get to that point, well, they could do an injunction. They could do an immediate injunction, but whether or not, you're going to see, this is what I was talking about is there's a war going on in the country right now. Oh, absolutely. There is a civil war. You know, the left doesn't want to tell you about it, and the right doesn't want to see it. There's a civil war going right now. The soul of this nation, its soul is on the line. Right, and it's it's all a matter of, you know, whether we enforce laws we already have or whether we're just going to ignore them because we think it's easier to get away with just not if, enforcing stuff. If you stuff. ignore the laws... And you have no standard of law. And this is what Trump was getting to. And I know everybody, when I say Trump, shivers go up there and down there. Yeah, I know. They get all freaky. And it's a microaggression, and they're going to need crayons and safe spaces. (laughs) The reality is, is that Trump was right. If you don't have laws, you don't have a country. The same reason if you don't have borders, you don't have a country. And if you you don't... We spend trillions of dollars all over the world to enforce their borders. Why not here? Yeah, and then you got to realize he also wants to enforce the borders here. He said he would legalize marijuana if it came across his desk to do that, to avoid conflict between states and federal law, because it's still a controlled substance, but yet all these states are allowing people to just buy it and use it freely. Well, and, and try to deposit your billions of dollars that you're making from your marijuana trade into a federal bank. No, it has to be a local state bank only, from what I've read. In Colorado, you, that was a big issue. because it, it's... It's considered illegal gotten gains. Because they're federal, well, they're federal, most of them are federally insured. Federally insured, yep. So they got to go to these little community banks. Right, so they're getting rich and be able to make tons of loans and make money, so it's helping the small banks. And I guess a lot of this is going to be cash, too, because a lot of companies won't process credit cards for these businesses either. You, You know, at some point, we have to have a reckoning in this country. And we have to decide whether or not we want to be America or whether or not we want to be some socialistic project that's going to fail. Yeah, and it's funny that all these young people, millennials, and all these people who don't know any better are saying, there's nothing wrong with socialism. Look at history. You'll find out what's wrong with it. It never works. It has never worked. I don't know if you saw they had the Met Gala the other day. Oh, no. This was the most hypocritic thing I've ever seen. It was the most absurd thing it's 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 the detachment from reality this <laughs> AOC at a $30,000 a head event with a dress that says tax the rich oh right i did see that the white dress with the red letters i saw I that mean, have we gone completely insane we have detached ourselves from reality and formed little bubbles around our heads well, it's funny because this has been addressed before in a fictional book, but Anne Rand said it in Atlas Shrugged. She goes, you start making the producers unable to do what they can do, then you'll have nobody to be able to provide for the country. They will, they will shut it all down. They'll burn it to the ground. They'll walk away. Out of America. 
and we don't even see it coming because they don't. This is going to be one of those you got to pass it to see what's in it deals yeah. of Nancy Pelosi's creations. Because we saw businesses flocking back to the United States during the Trump presidency because they saw they were being treated more fairly, and people don't realize when businesses get taxed. They don't. They don't. They don't just. They don't get tax. They pass on the tax to you. They are just the tax collector. Right. They're just and collecting. If you don't it. believe us, if you don't believe us here at America's Web Radio, check your cell phone bill, folks. Yeah, all the federal taxes on there. It's just. It's you know, crazy. It, it, what's baffling to me is I, I watched CNN the other day and I had to turn it off because my ears started bleeding. <laughs> Got a I little mean, nauseous, did you? They are so full of cow manure. That their own hosts—I don't know if their hosts even believe what they're saying. Well, they have people who just kind of read off the prompter and don't have to believe anything. All they have to do is know how to read. You know, that's where drugs come in handy at CNN. Apparently, Lots of drugs got to be because they are completely devoid of reality. You know, it used to be called journalism because it was reporting the facts. Now it's just reporting opinion and expecting you, you people know, to follow along. I, I saw something the other day that was quite disturbing to me. Some idiot on NPR, a oh, guy by the name of Jonathan Capehart, on the PBS NewsHour. He's an MSNBC host. He said he, he and he has a platform too, which is really scary. Oh wow! He basically That's said that MAGA and the MAGA people are more worrisome than ISIS. Oh, yeah, because we're the ones, you know, and blowing I, up buildings and stuff. I sat there, and, such. and, I, and I, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I, and I hit the rewind button for a second, and I said, nah, he's, I, I must have heard that wrong. That can't possibly be. So he's now equating the MAGA people to some people who did something, according to uh, some certain <laughs> congresswomen. Oh, that's right. Some people did something. 2,997 souls were destroyed because a bunch of knuckleheads got on planes and decided they hated us more than their own lives. Yeah, and there were thousands of people injured you, and wounded also. <laughs> this is one thing. Maybe you can help me out here. How do you get somebody who's a living, breathing person without a lobotomy to actually <laughs> strap something onto their back or fly a device into something to kill themselves? I know, and expect that to be a sane response in any case. All right, we're going to have know, to take a quick break. I don't know if you watched the, um, the comedian and the ventriloquist, Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Stand by. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. 
Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. All right, and we're back. And right before we left for the break, we were talking about state law versus federal law and what's going to happen when these two clash or how they're going to reconcile these differences. And I just wonder if the people who are in law enforcement or in the military are going to stop and say, you know what, we can't enforce these laws because they're not legal. Or are they going to just take the, the German approach during World War II and say, oh, we were just following orders? Well, that didn't work in Nuremberg. Exactly. The Nuremberg trials clearly stated following orders was not a valid excuse. Didn't work out too well for some of those guys, huh? But in a civil war, it's all within one country, so it's going to be a little different. You know, of course, the winners are going to be determining the course of how history is written from there. History is always written by the winners. <laughs> it, it's going to be... It, it, there, there was something very interesting about... Uh, I understood that only a governor can call out the National Guard in the state. Right. But... The government can then federalize the National Guard once they're called out. That's what Dave was just talking about earlier today, and he said it, that's happened. Yeah, and it, uh, it's not the government. It's the president can federalize them. And uh, Eisenhower did this many, many times on uh, Mississippi and uh, I believe once or twice on Alabama. But you see, that, you know... Unfortunately, the Biden administration's record in following um, the law <laughs> has been abysmal, let alone in their strategic lack of strategic planning for wars. That's another thing. You know, they anticipated every every scenario except for the scenario that really happened. Oh, the pullout of the the failed pullout in yeah. Afghanistan. There hasn't been a more there hasn't been a worse pullout since Hunter Biden impregnated the stripper. <laughs> That's right. Or in military terms, probably since Vietnam. It, it's it's just, it baffles me, and you had this idiot, I don't know if you saw some of the hearings, I know during uh, On Point was on, so I'm, I don't know if you guys caught it, but Blinken said we were stuck with the Trump negotiated Taliban agreement. What? And I mean, and they they played that over the air. I mean, I'm surprised Pinocchio didn't turn to a real boy. <laughs> I mean, I, I look at this and I say to myself, we put these idiots in charge. Maybe. Well, that's still up for debate, but let's assume we put them in charge. How is it that they can sit there and lie before Congress and the Senate to our faces? Dude, they do no it every day. Every Not day. anybody in this administration has quit retired, resigned, or been charged criminally. Well, that, that, that's what I keep asking, is that how can these guys get away with breaking the law consistently over and over again and no consequences are being paid for it? No, you know, there's nothing being, nothing happening to these guys who continue to break the law, violate the Constitution. Yeah, um, imagine if you had brought, 
$83 billion worth of... Let's, let's imagine you bought $1,500 worth of military equipment to Afghanistan and gave it to the Taliban. You'd be in jail right now, awaiting your trial. Right. Well, the fact is, they try and put a dollar value on it. Mark, are you on a headset? No, I'm on... Uh, is that better audio? Oh, yeah. Yeah, much better. Okay. I should have I should have put on my headset. <laughs> but I mean you think about it they're, but, they're trying to figure out the dollar cost. Well, it costs more than it's worth to bring it back, but they don't consider the cost of the blood it's going to cost in the long run. The problem is is that they are now the best armed military. You know, they I know. used to say when we got there that we ruled the night because of our night vision. Uh, they got 16,000 night vision goggles now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we gave them everything they need to continue to be one of the best armed terrorist organizations in the world. Yeah, I said we should set up an organization to go over there and buy some military equipment. Yeah, go buy it back at a discount. At a discount price. But the fact that they left it there saying, well, it costs this much, it's going to cost this much to bring it back, it's going to take this much time, they don't consider the actual cost. I mean, dollars and cents maybe, but the cost of the blood it's going to take for these people to kill all these people with well, all this what, weapon. what I'm trying to figure out is they said that they disabled all the equipment, but yet I saw pictures and videos of a Black Hawk helicopter being flying around Kabul with a songwriter hanging off of it as they just freshly hung him. Yep. The new Taliban 2.0 is doing a great job. Well, because now they're armed, they're, they're prepared, they have better equipment than they've ever had before. Might as well. And we're you not know, in their way anymore. If you can't see past your own ideals, and the people who are leading this country cannot see past their little bubble, we're in deep trouble. Oh, we're already there, I think. I think it's gone. I mean, you look at what's going on. The laws have already been broken. The Constitution is being trampled and ignored. People's rights are being taken at gunpoint. What else are we waiting for? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the rubber hoses to come out in the United States here. Yeah, well, obviously with the police defunding, that's not going to happen. They're just going to let the gangs yeah, rule true. everything. They might, have to, they might have to make it look like they're hitting you because they can't afford to buy the, the rubber hoses. <laughs> that's right. Or they can afford it, but they've been defunded so much, it's going to be like a little, you know, quarter. Have you ever been beaten with a clipboard? It's tough. Yeah, I, I had teachers in school. I had a coach in Little League. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm telling you, it, it, those clipboards can be miserable. That's right. But it's just so silly that the, the law enforcement are just going along with this stuff, even though they know it's wrong. The, the, always the question is going to be is, at what point is the system fall apart? When does it crash, right? I, I See, I have a theory here, and I think that's one of the things I'm going to explore on my show on Friday, is have you're basically going to have a complete breakdown yeah that is guided here to make this place fall apart it's here to make this country fall apart it's almost because remember like, they're the burn down they want to take this down right it's i mean so no one no one could have done this much damage down. without doing it on purpose yeah well i think it is on purpose exactly no one they couldn't have done any better of a job without purposely trying to bring down the system. You know, listen, with the election, everybody thought they couldn't do it. So they <laughs> hit a couple of battleground states that they needed to hit, and they did it brilliantly. And yeah. they left zero or next to no proof. Of course or not. the courts weren't interested in seeing the proof post-election. Right, because it was already done, and there's no precedent set for de- 
Wait, if decertifying if, an election, if the Republicans are renowned for shooting themselves in their feet. They just can't walk and chew gum. Oh uh, yeah, well, and you know, the it, fact it's that going to be a real question of what is going to happen in this country in the next six months because that's what I'm worried about. I wonder how many people are just in shock that they're actually getting away with as much as they are without any repercussions whatsoever. It's you know. When we get back to the federal versus state local law enforcement, they're going to disarm the feds. They're going to disband the police. You're going to have chaos. Look what's right. going on in, in Chicago. Or in Seattle still. They're not reporting on it anymore, but Seattle is still a mess. There's still gangs roaming the streets. There's still police not responding to calls. I mean, every day this is happening. But now that Biden's in office, they don't want to report it anymore. They just wanted to report it in order to get the orange man out. Well, I mean, listen, the, the problem is this, is that the reality and the, what's being reported in the mainstream media has been completely a debacle. I mean, there's been, I think it was, the number was something like 214 children died of COVID. 261 died of gunshots in Chicago. Right, but exactly. But that doesn't make the news because it doesn't fit the narrative. That's right. They want to make COVID the most deadly thing ever. Yeah, I mean, and, and we don't even know if those are all COVID, you know. Right. If you Could got been hit influenza. by a bus, that was a COVID. There was the issue of the motorcycle rider in Florida got in an accident, and they ruled his death COVID because he tested positive for it, even though his skull yeah, I mean, was they're, crushed they're in. They're finding out now as they're going through the records, which kind of we all suspected ahead of time, but, you know, it doesn't exist until it exists, right? The numbers that are completely A skewed. lot of these COVID-reported deaths were really not COVID at all. Exactly. It was just, it was completely twisted to meet a political agenda. Listen, you said it before, conquer and divide. Yep. Divide and conquer. There you go. Either way. Right now, if the people are fighting each other, the government's able to do what they want. Right, because we're not focused on them. Instead of in the old days when everybody was skeptical of the government and held them accountable, now they don't. Now they try and blame other people for the issues instead of holding the government accountable for what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, here, look what, what Biden did with the the moratorium on evictions. Right, that's still going he, on. He isn't literally it? got up there and said, "Yeah, I have no constitutional authority, but but there's a guy in the third row in San Francisco, a homeless guy, who said that I had the authority, so I'm going to go for it." I know it's, and all these people. I mean, the banks are still getting paid. I mean, you know, at some point, somebody's going to have to hold these people accountable. Right. It's just, it's ridiculous how much emergency, quote-unquote, emergency power they're taking, which is taking our rights away completely. We're losing rights every day because of this uh, this emergency and, power. And they're they doing it consistently, and they're doing it as... Deliberately. Uh, you know, under the guise of emergency. You know, how do you use OSHA to enforce the COVID vaccine? <laughs> I mean, that's a new one. Oh man, that's I don't know. OSHA was set up as the occupational health and safety for immediate dangers in the workplace. Oh, and they're blaming. They're going to say COVID is immediate danger, and everybody who works in certain places has to be vaccinated. Well, you know, and 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 listen, I got the vaccine, and I took it because you know what? I figured, hey, at my age, if they kill me, what the heck? Right. At least I'm no longer in the pandemic. But you had a choice. Right. You, you took but a I choice. took it at my own volition. Right. I you researched weren't... it. I looked at it. I talked to my doctors. I talked to my brother who's a doctor. And I looked at the medical evidence. Well, 
As much there as was you evidence, could, and yeah. then there was some medical crapola coming out of Fauci. Yeah, well, we all know but, he's full of. Full and I of said, junk. you know what? It's a different. It's a different kind of um, vaccine that was arranged through the mRNA, and that's okay. So you know what? So I took it. So they right. told you, and they convinced me that it was effective. And it may be. We don't know yet. <laughs> but we don't know. But now they're telling me. Yeah, but you know what? You gotta still wear your mask, and you gotta still be protected because that vaccine's working. You gotta be socially distanced. You gotta wear the mask. You gotta do all the same things, even though you're vaccinated. The big selling point was you don't have to wear the stupid mask anymore. You could go out. You could do what you want because now you're vaccinated. Now they're telling you you can't go out. You can't do anything. Stay away from everybody. Stay within your bubble, or we'll turn you into the you know the compound like Australia turned into. Yeah. Or now, now are there places in New York now where they're requiring vaccine cards just to walk into a place? Every in order to get into any restaurant facility, any gym, any place that congregates, like if you want to go to Radio City Music Hall, you have to show your vaccine card, wow. or you can't get in. Your papers, please. <laughs> it is mandatory. It's not optional. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to come back to that. Maybe you can discuss that more on Friday, but right now we got to run. Our hour is over. Mark, thanks for joining us. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. Ciao for now. There you go. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.